show any sign of weakness. Always go for the throat. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you... Investor's Edge with Gary Kaufman. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here's your host, Gary Kaufman. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kaufman, your host. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It be April 16th, 2019, a Tuesday. And we are here to talk about all that affects you the future, the economy, the money, life in general, and all points in between. Hope you're having a good day. Uh, before we get going, if you do not get the show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive live 6 or 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, also GaryK.com. You can follow me on uh, Twitter, just press the button, or go to Twitter at GaryKalbom. You can email me, just be nice. No, really. All you got to do is be nice. Just remember, we're on your side. Read our commentary, articles we post. If you want to hear what we're doing, we like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button, press the subscribe button. they got a notes direct to you. And convictionleaders.com, email service, one month free. All at GaryK.com. Uh, there's so much stuff going on, so I'm going to go completely out of order. But we got some changes today. We watch markets. Got some changes that we want you to know about. But first, uh, Netflix reporters after, reported after the close. Guidance was terrible, horrible, sinful. The stock was up 10 today on an upgrade. I love people. They have an upgrade the same day they report earnings because I'm a genius. I know exactly what's going to happen. Well, they missed guidance by several hundred miles for quarter number two. Stock's only down three and a half bucks in the aftermarket. What? How can that be? It's the market. Stock closed at 359 and a half. I got a 356. Probably up by tomorrow. Estimates for next quarter were for a buck. Came in at 50 cents. By the way, sales have been decelerated in the last four quarters. 40, 34, 27, 22. I would suspect and suggest if it was a bad market right now, eh, stock would be down 25 bucks. But we're not in a bad market right now, so all is forgiven. And I have absolutely no idea how it uh, opens tomorrow and how it reacts throughout the day, but we'll be watching. IBM. Uh, This is the... uh, IBM, what, what can I call them? IBM is the Eddie Haskell of Leave it to Beaver Show stock. It is the Newman of Seinfeld stock. It is the Frank Burns of MASH stock. Uh, the numbers were just boring again. Nothing going on. And again, we not, not just us. Many people have questions about their accounting. We'll leave that to others. Anyway, uh, earnings down eight. Revenues down five. Last quarter's earnings down five, revenues down three. But the stock gapped up last quarter on those crappy earnings and drifted higher throughout the last weeks because of the market. It's only down about five bucks in the aftermarket. On the, excuse me, four bucks in the aftermarket. And to be clear, their numbers are terrible. And I don't need to go with the guidance and all that other stuff. That don't matter. So anyway, we start with that. Uh, CSX, though, it's about three bucks in the aftermarket. The rail's been acting pretty decently. Of note today, BlackRock finished up over $14. Their numbers, not good. I don't care what anybody says. 
Uh, BlackRock's earnings down 1%, revenues down 7% year over year. But CEO Larry Fink came out and said, we think we can have a melt-up in stocks based on the fact that there's a lot of cash and we have the easiest monetary policy in history. Yes, he used the word dovish. Omnicom, just letting you know, you should be writing these down. Omnicom was up foreign change today on their earnings. You ready for this wonderful earnings? Up a whopping 8%, revenues down 4%. Breaks out into new high ground on those numbers. OMC, and the other one that sticks out, Progressive. The insurance company with the pretty funky uh, advertisements. Uh, little gap, big breakout, heavy volume, two times average on their earnings. Progressive. So there's some of the things that stuck out today. And of course, we're in the midst of earnings season, a ton more earnings to come out, and we will have them all for you. But in January, we would come on the show and tell you Apple's earnings, terrible. Revenue, terrible. Guidance, terrible. Stock gapped up and kept going. That's your market now. That's all. That's really all you need to know. What do we tell you about bull and bear markets, bad and good markets? In bad markets, good news is sold off and bad news is trashed. In good markets, bad news is bought up and good news skyrockets. So just letting you know. Also of note today, I don't think I have mentioned this stock in eons. Qualcomm. Up 13 and a quarter today to $70.45. They settled a big, I believe it's a patent lawsuit with Apple. And that did it. Which, get this, the SOX, the semiconductor index. In case you don't know, Qualcomm's in the semiconductor index. Up 47 today. It was up like 22 when the announcement for Qualcomm came out. Boom, up 47. Those are things that stuck out. Some aftermarket, some Qualcomm, the semiconductors. But remember how we've been telling you that the managed care stocks like United Health, like WellCare Health, like Molina Health, like Cigna, like Anthem, like Humana, were in their own private bear markets. And we would tell you, you know, we kind of don't understand why they are in bear markets like this and getting crushed, actually, when we know there's all this talk about Medicare for all. But I got news for you. That can't happen for at least two years. If it all happens, we don't think it will. So we're not sure what's up. But something else is happening now. They're getting everything else. Healthcare. We actually told you we thought the hospitals were going to get hit if the managed care, the HMOs are getting hit, the hospitals. So HCA today, down 13 bucks, over 10%. Volume, huge. Universal Health Services, down 5%. But it wasn't just the hospitals. Oh, by the way, Tenet Healthcare, down about 12% today, another hospital. But it wasn't just that. Intuitive Surgical, down 15. Stryker, down 4. Thermo Electron, down 11. Waters Corp, down 9. Varian, down 4. Get where I'm going with this? Becton Dickinson, down 6. Uh, how about, uh, what's, what's some other names in the group? Uh, Medtronic, I think. Let's throw that one in there. They're going after the medical supply companies now. So the whole, the whole healthcare complex, I'd avoid it. Just letting you know. And if you look at the exchange-traded fund for the healthcare, XLV, it's like a big top in place. So just letting you know on the healthcare front, 
not good. Up next, one of the things that we notice. Thanks for being here. I'm Gary. This is the one that we invest in. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kaltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. By the way, you ready for this? Humana, down 19 today. 7.5%. Anthem Health, down 18. 7%. Intuitive Surgical, 15. Cigna, down 13 down 7.8%. How about uh, Amadisis, A-M-E-D, down, if I can find it somewhere. I had it here a second ago. How about uh, down 10%? That's medical outpatient care. HCA mentioned 10%. Thermo Fisher Scientific, I mentioned that. Molina Health, and then you got United Health. Why do I bring up United Health? Are you ready for this? It finished down nine today on its earnings report. It opened up $8.00. It reversed $17. That's how weak it was. Was down as much as 14 Teleflex, medical products, down 8 bucks. LHC Group, outpatient care, down 9 bucks, 8%. Waters Corp, as mentioned, they hit the um, uh, biotechs like Regeneron Pharmaceuticals. They hit Equinix, kind of, sort of. A Cooper Company, medical products, down 7 LabCorp. Down six. I give them all my blood. A Biomed. Down six. Beckton Dickinson. Six. I think I mentioned that. Chipotle. Chipotle's not healthcare. Anyway, so just letting you know, healthcare even worsen today. And when you have a chance, look at that XLV. That is a bearish looking bar. You got that? That ain't Aunt Mary and Uncle Bob. So we're not saying it's going lower. We're just saying it's bearish looking bar as we enter earnings season, but I'm not done. I'm not done. You ready for the next one? When you all have a chance tonight, go put up the IYR. It's a real estate index. And then when you have a chance, put up the TLT, which is the bond market. doesn't matter what part. It's just the bond market. The real estate stocks are interest rate sensitive. The utilities interest rate sensitive. They move up when interest rates come down. They move down when interest rates go up for the most part. Well, interest rates have finally been backing up, which means the TLT has been coming down. There is a decent chance. You see the high of yesterday on the IYR? That'll be the high for now. It was only down to a little over 2% today, the real estate index, real estate investment trust. Kind of sort of looks like me, looks like, excuse me, the wind was taken out of the sails on that today. It can bounce up, fuss around. I got a sneaking suspicion yesterday's high was it for now. Doesn't mean the end of the world. We're just letting you know, we'd probably not buy any REITs this second. And I was just thumbing through a few names like uh, Simon Property, SPG. Oh, look at what that did today. Possibly a big broadening top in there. You know, notice I use the word possibly, but you, you get my point when I say that, right? Uh, Avalon Bay Communities, AVB, that one was at new yearly highs before today. You can see what they did that today. So a little one plus one equals two, interest rates backing up, so you know real estate stocks come down. And you can go through other REITs. Look, go, go look at ARE for one of them. Go look at symbol O, broke the 50-day today. But I'm not done. When you have a chance, go look at XLU, and it's the utilities. It just had a down day today. 
No biggie. Still above the 50-day. But since rates look to be backing up, since real estate, some of them look to be very suspect, you may just want to pay attention to the utilities here and probably wait to do any new buying. Notice we're not saying end of the world. I think maybe the interest rate sensitive area of the market probably hit a wall. That's all. So we're just letting you know. The healthcare, that's just not hitting the wall. That's, whew. But these two interest rate sensitive areas should be. You get my drift? And I'm starting with that because I like talking about changes. And man, oh man. Next, gold. Eh, not very good. Remember I told you in the last two weeks, broke the 50-day, living below it, looks like a top for now. Well, you know, not good. And may I say, silver, pretty much acting like, uh, what was the next this year, 17 and 65? That was the record, I think. Yeah, silver looks terrible. And I'm just noticing gold stocks, even the better ones, eh, getting a little bit distributed. So I'm just letting you know, gold and silver, we probably... Again, just hang. So remember what we told you, changes. Changes. Now, of course, Qualcomm came out of thin air. There's no way of predicting that they'd settle and everybody's happy and Qualcomm would go up 13 bucks. I was reading a story that some people say that's going to help Qualcomm in their earnings and all that. I have no idea. That one, I have no idea. And that's Cosmo and Winston in the background. By the way, have you ever had a dog... That literally is an appendage, another leg or another arm. That's Winston. He just walks wherever I walk. When I fall asleep, his chin is on my ankle. He can't get enough of me. Now, Cosmo, he, he looks like the dog that smokes a lot of weed. That's Cosmo. Great dog. Looks like the dog that smokes a lot of weed. Anyway, just had to mention that since we were barking in the background. Now, that said, we're not done. Not necessarily changes, but some repeats. And then we'll get into... Bernie Sanders was on Fox News last night. A question I would have asked that wasn't asked. Because what's a day without socialism on this show? I'm Gary. This is the one only investor's edge. You're listening to... America is talking... Investor's Edge. You gotta be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coltbaugh. Comes highly recommended. You're gonna feel better if you talk to him. Welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Uh, Netflix is down three bucks in the aftermarket. IBM's down about three and a half bucks. No biggie. At all. Especially Netflix was up ten in, uh, today. An anal- For the life of me, an analyst upgraded Netflix today. He's lucky we're in a decent market. In a bad market, they would have crushed it. All right, so what else? Um, well, number one, again, there's going to be a ton of earnings to come out. We will mention to you all the important gaps to the upside, gaps to the downside, and if something like the health care. Now, we've been telling you about the uh, managed care stocks for a while. We've been telling you avoid those for a while. And I must tell you, we are so surprised. You know, when I look to read stories, why are these managed care stocks being just ripped to shreds? And, and let me be clear. Ripped to shreds. Uh, Humana has gone from 356 to 235. Just for instance, Sigma, two, Sigma 226 to 151. As the market's been going up, United Health in the Dow, 297 to 220. It was 250 four days ago. 
quite amazing. So what else? A few things. There are a bunch of what I call these growth slash software type names. And I must tell you, I bought three of them a few weeks ago, and they look great. They were breaking out of flag patterns. Perfect. All tucked their head in like frightened turtles. And I sold them. Small loss. One of them I actually made money on, by the way. And what happened is they found an area support. A few broke below the 50-day moving average. Others stayed. And they were, again, back in range. And they opened them up strong again today. And I'm writing the list down, writing names. And I'm looking, okay, if this stock breaks above this level, if this stock breaks above that level, okay, let's put them on the watch list. And you know what they did to them again today? Distributed them badly with some of them down to moving averages and support levels. Others are, are still dead. So I'm just letting you know we're going to be watching them closely. Symbols, CRM, Salesforce.com. Uh, symbols, C-O-U-P, P-A-N-W, M-D-B, N-O-W, and there's a bunch of others. Don't need to mention any others to defeat the purpose. Anyway, just letting you know about that area. On the other side, Bank America came out with putrid numbers. Stock was down like 70, 80 cents, which is a big 70, 80 cents, so Bank America finished up. Goldman Sachs, which gapped down yesterday, up two bucks today. JP Morgan gapped up two days ago, got hit yesterday because of uh, Goldman Sachs, up a buck today, setting up nicely. Citigroup up a buck 90. By the way, again, I always have to repeat this. Citigroup is not 69 bucks. It's $6.90. They did a one for 10 reverse split. It's still down like 90% from the all-time highs. I just have to remind myself to remind you. BlackRock up 14 today. So just letting you know, financial's better. Much better tone. Much better tone. China ADRs, still acting decently. China added one trillion bucks to their system. Remember, Bernanke would add a trillion bucks a year. China just added a trillion bucks like in one fell swoop. swoop. Yes, yeah, swoop, swoop. And of course, there's a ton more earnings to come out as we move forward. Which means the market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbeck, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market. With his proprietary indicators, go check it out. Investment-models.com. Very weird last hour. We're up like 80 and up 40. And then we were up 15 and up 4. And then pixie dust in the last 15 minutes. Up 67, up 24. But the S&P was only up 1. Small caps, mid caps, then budge. Transport's only up 7. Fans declines a little bit to the better. In the Dow today, Boeing. Boeing is now becoming the Trump administration's China trade announcement per day that everything's going great routine. Every day it seems Boeing is now saying, we're getting closer to a fix. Software fix. How about this, Boeing? Shut the heck up. And when it is fixed, you tell us. Anyway, Boeing was up one, then it was up ten before you can say, boo, finished up six. I don't know what to tell you about Boeing. We will not give you any thought process on it. It is random. News is random. All I can tell you, technically, so far, went down very close to the 200-day moving average in late March, went down very close to the 200-day moving average five days ago. The low was 361.52 on March 22nd. The low was 362.92 a few days ago. So there you draw a line right underneath. As long as it holds their good, it doesn't bad. Earnings in two weeks, less than two weeks. And I suspect they're going to take a little bit of a hit for that for the quarter. 
And I still wonder what other risk may be out there. Just wonder what other risk may be out there. In the news, Notre Dame, bad, but much better than expected. Much better than expected when they finally got the fire out. Next, Lyft, only up 14 cents today. It was up like two bucks at one time, which basically, get, get what this means. A $72 IPO opens at 88, was 56 bucks coming into today rallied up to 58, and they came and sold it again. These are people selling, for the most part, at losses. Just get me the hell out. Because I got news for you, the cheaper stock is still under restriction, most of it. I think all of it, to be honest with you. So this will definitively affect Uber. There is no doubt in my mind it's going to affect Uber and its pricing. Already has. In the news, interesting. You know I'm no Trumpster, right? I get more mail on the crap I say about Trump than, you know, anything else. But i got to tell you, the Democrats in these committees, what a bunch of scummy people. They are subpoenaing financial records, going back 10 years, from where Trump did business, based on what? You know, we as Americans... You get my point where I'm going with this? Our government is subpoenaing a person's financial records based on what? Somebody tell me what it's based on. And they're going like 10 years. They subpoenaed Deutsche Bank. By the way, I don't mind them going after his taxes. I want to see his taxes. But all his financial records? Everything he's ever done? They're giving him a financial colonoscopy. Remember what I've told you about this Dem Party. They got nothing. No game. Raise taxes, more regulations, more fees, fines, rules, regulations, mandates. So what else are we going to do? Let's go after stuff. Anyway, I just had to mention that. It is a witch hunt. Up next on The Edge More, on this, that, and the other thing, whatever else, I'm Gary. This is the one only investment. Listening to... What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Action! Investors Edge. With Gary Uh, by the way, I meant that. It is the definition of a witch hunt. They have no evidence of nothing. They really don't, except what they've been yelling and screaming about for two years on TV. Which, as of this second, nothing is out there. Yet they're subpoenaing a man's financial records, let alone it being the president. The definition of a witch hunt. Just remember what these Democrats, by the way, I've never said this about all them. it's just these Democrats. They have nothing. Go listen to them. We're going to give you free this, free that, free this, free that. But we're going to tax the hell out of you. And we're going to control everything and run everything. And if you don't like it, tough crap. That's the party. That's the whole party. And all their tax hikes and wealth taxes and this ain't going to affect the wealthy. Guess what it does? It prevents others from becoming wealthy, and that's their goal. 
Because if everybody becomes successful and wealthy, you don't need socialists anymore. Just remember, all of you are ten times, a hundred times smarter than these doofuses running the country on that side. Now, of course, you know, I can't stand the Republicans either, as they lied, all of them from top to bottom, on what they were going to do on uh, government spending and debt and deficits. So they ain't coming to my holiday parties either. Uh, Bernie Sanders was on Fox News last night. I love Bernie. I also love Root Canal. He was asked about Medicare for All. And I'm like, wow, why aren't I up there asking the question? Because missed opportunity. Bernie Sanders stated what his idea of Medicare for All is. And he's, I'm quoting him. No premiums. No deductibles. No co-pays. But you're going to pay more in taxes. Now, some of you, I pay for my family, I think about 20 grand a year. 28, yeah, 20 grand a year. And I have a deductibles up there. What do you think? My tax is not going up 30 or 40? Or 50? Well, let's forget the cost of it. I want you to think about my logic. Remember, we're in the logic party here. No premiums, no deductibles, no co-pays. Besides what you have to pay in taxes, you don't have to pay for another damn thing. You're going to pay for it out of your taxes, but when you decide to go to the clinic because you think you have the flu, nothing. Nothing. Oh, that's going to work well. When every person realizes that every visit is free, which really wasn't, but per visit, what ends up happening? It's simple. Economics 101, which Bernie Sanders doesn't have a freaking clue about. Wait times, shortages, lines, shortages on the delivery end, give end. And if you want to know, if you think healthcare is expensive now, just wait till it's damn free. Simple as that. Also, they keep saying for all. But there's 180 to 190 million people that are already taken care of. Why not just take care of the ones that don't have it? It's because Bernie Sanders is an authoritarian socialist dictator. This is not about your health care. It's about, they know it's, what, 15, 20% of the economy. So if they can take that over, jeez, we're happy campers. That's what authoritarian socialist dictators like. Control of you. Because they think you're an idiot, and they think they're geniuses, even though Bernie Sanders has never had a job. He's been in the public sector his whole life, getting paid by you, and pissing all over you, who go to work every day to be successful, sweat and toil, and many hours, and risk capital, and all the things that make this country great. He is the opposite of everything we need. And I keep hearing, oh, there's polls of people that want uh, uh, the Medicare. They don't know what Medicare for all is. You give me 30 minutes with every, every person that has given Bernie Sanders a dollar. Just give me 30 minutes with them. I will convert 90% of them to the logic party. Simple as that. They think they are getting some sweetheart deal 
Instead, they are getting the longest colonoscopy they have ever had in their lifetime. We'll keep talking about it as this move forward. Have a great evening. Drive carefully when you get home. Do like we do. And we won't mention colonoscopies tomorrow. Do make sure you hug your children. Night, night. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash S-T-O-O-L-A-N-D-E-R.